welcome to episode 14 of Life with Catherine. This week I have a story about my grandpa on my dad's side, George. One day in his later years, I stopped by for a visit with my grandpa, as I always made a point to do when in town. He loved the strawberry sundae at Dairy Queen, but today was an at-home visit. By this time, he was living on the basement level of his house in Duncan, a small town on Vancouver Island. I watched him move slowly as he assembled the tray of teacups and cookies. I glanced to my left. He had made his bed very neatly with his old purple thin bedspread. I watched my young daughter happily rolling on top of it, messing it up, laughing the whole time. I wondered to myself, isn't that the same one he had when I was a kid? He shushed me as I was about to guide Alyssa back onto the floor to play quietly. He told me, that's what kids do, and to leave her be. Then he winked at her to keep playing and went back to his task as he hummed the song he always sang. Everything felt minimalistic, from a different time when only the very basics of food and life items were part of one's daily life. Like most things from that generation, they had lasted well, but there were little signs of minor repairs like duct tape on his kettle or a dish that had been chipped. I smiled as I glanced to my right where the entire wall was covered with family photos. He had 11 children. Each of them now had their own families and special people in their lives. The grandchildren and great-grandchildren each had their own spot. I had brought a new picture of my daughter for him, which he put right next to his chair. I always put the name on front and a quick recap. Alyssa, Catherine's daughter, Jim's granddaughter. He always seemed to know, but just in case. I felt a slight sting seeing my childhood family photo. Dad, Mom, and their four girls in matching outfits. At least we also didn't match the curtains in that one. <laughs> my mom had passed away a few years before, and it was a gentle reminder of what I'd lost. As usual, he had a tin of homemade cookies that he had prepared himself for when guests and family visited. While snacking on one of those treats, we talked about how I used to babysit for the family next door to his house when I was a teenager, and how it had been a big step for me, but made much easier knowing when it was late at night and the parents weren't home yet that my grandpa was next door. He called Alyssa over, to have one of the treats on the tray 
or choose something from his cookie jar that made a silly noise. They laughed together over and over each time the lid opened. Did he realize that each time she was taking a cookie and was putting them in a spot for later? I didn't mind. Our visits were always relaxed and slow. No rush for the next word or story. Sometimes he would pause and seem to drift off to think. And then a few minutes later, he was back and sharp as a tack. He grew lovely roses and tended his own vegetable garden in the backyard. So he told me the ins and outs of that. He also loved to go for long walks, but those were getting shorter now. I asked him about his childhood, and to my surprise, he told me about the time he spent in a boys-only orphanage. This was a complete surprise to me. Not that it had been hidden from me, it just had never been brought up before. He spoke of how he had been upset about being separated from his sister, but they were eventually reunited. He told me how, for fun, they played sports. But being that there was no money for any equipment at all, they had to build anything they wanted to use. He told me how he especially liked playing lacrosse. I prodded further. You made lacrosse rackets? How? Out of what? That part is vague. My dad remembers more of the details. But my grandpa explained how they took branches from the willow tree and wound items around them to create the racket. Then, to my surprise, he walked outside, grabbed a tree branch, and showed me how it was done. Yes, I know I'm a lucky person. Then he told me how he had always wanted to have a big family. He had met my grandma, who at the time was working in town at a store that sold baby clothes. He didn't find out until years later, but when he went to pick up my grandma for their first date at her house, her father had told her, if he doesn't come to the door, if he just sits in the car, then he's not the guy for you. Luckily for us, he did go up to the door, introduce himself, and strolled with her to the car. Time to go, I told myself. Grandpa was starting to look tired, and it was time for him to rest. He gave Alyssa and I hugs, and just one more time with the cookie jar, like it was their own joke. I gathered my things, coat, diaper bag, and he gave me the hug he always gave us grandchildren, the one that reminded us how special each of us was to him. Holding Alyssa's hand, I waved goodbye at the door and heard him say, Thanks for visiting, Anne-Marie. Um, Anne-Marie is my sister. She got the credit for visiting him. <sighs> the imaginary rivalry sisters have. 
totally funny. I shook my head and laughed. When I got back to Dad's house, I told him the stories we'd shared, and I showed him the miniature lacrosse racket my grandpa had made during our visit. My dad was very surprised, asking, How do you get these stories out of him? And then come the words from the title of this episode. My dad said to me, That's too special for one person to have. It belongs in a museum. My daydreaming kicked in instantly, and I imagined my dad as Indiana Jones holding the racket, saying, it belongs in a museum. Yes, this really is life through my eyes. Initially, I was sad to let it go, but I consider things from my family precious, but this time I agreed with him. A lacrosse society would get more benefit out of this piece of history. My dad put it away for safekeeping, but family things came up, and he's not sure if it made it there or not. It uh, either made it to the museum collection or another family member has it. Hopefully I will come across it again someday. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful to have been surrounded by a big family who freely gave me love through my whole childhood, with nothing asked for in return. Now, as a special nod to my grandpa, when I meet a new baby in the family, I make a point to meet them and whisper to them, Hi, welcome to our family, little baby. We all love you already. Thank you to them and thank you to my grandpa for the hundreds of stories and experiences we had together, one-on-one -on -one and at family events. Good night, listeners. I'm truly grateful for the opportunity to share these stories and put a piece of myself out into this world. I looked for a picture from that visit, not quite remembering if I had taken one or not. But I did find one that was very close to around that time, so I will put that in the pictures section of the pictures gallery of my podcast under episode 14. And you can see my grandpa with Alyssa.